begin the Gemara today on the last line of Daf Pei Gimel Ahmed Base, where it says Amr Av Nachman by Yitzchak. Gemara here is speaking about the opinion of Rabbi Yezer. That Rabbi Yezer says that an androgynous has a halacha of a zachar. But the Gemara brought a raya from the halacha by Karbanis that even though he has a halacha like a zachar, but not 100%. Legabi Karbanis, a behemoth that's an androgynous, if it has to be a zachar, you'll not, you can't be maktish this behemoth as a zachar. So the Gemara now will bring another raya to this halacha that an androgynous is not a full fledged zachar. So we learned also on Abraise, Rabbi Yezer said, when you have an animal that's born from Klayim. So let's say, for example, you have uh, an animal that's born from a lamb and a goat. That's, so, so this animal is not, this is a hybrid. So this animal cannot be brought as a carbon. Or trefa, animal that's a trefa, can't live for 12 months. Or an animal that was born through a caesarean. Rashi here brings all the karbonis. These type of animals from karbonis. Or a tumtum or andragonis, an animal which is a tumtum or an andragonis. They cannot be sanctified to be a carbon. And Rashi here says that not only it can't be sanctified to be as a carbon, but even through Tmura, we just learned in last week's parsha, the halacha of Tmura, that if you have one animal that's sanctified, and then the person says that he wants to exchange it with another animal, that's the halacha of Tmura, and now the other animal becomes Kaddish as well. So even through Tmura, you can't be Makdish any of these kinds of animals. So they're, they're not, they're not Shaykh Bechlal, to be, to Kachim should take place on them. And then the Braisa adds, but also Veloi Mekachin. And also, they cannot cause anything else to become a tmura from them. So Rashi explains what this means. It just said that regarding any of these animals, they themselves can never become Kaddish. So if they themselves can never become Kaddish, so the Gemara asks in Bechayris, so then how is it possible that from this, you're going to make something else a tmura? So Rashi says, and it's possible. If you were Makdish an animal before it was a treifa, it was alive as a healthy animal, and then it became a treifa afterwards. So this animal became hektish. Afterwards, it became a treifa. Once it became a treifa, so then, if, you want, if you're going to go ahead and, and want to make from this something else a tmura, it will not take effect. That's what makacha means. From this animal, which is now a treifa, to bring over the kedusha to another animal, it won't take effect. And the same thing with the yitzedayfin. You makdish the animal, the, the fetus, before it was born, and then afterwards it was born through a caesarean. So now, after this, you can't be makadish something else through tmura. Vama Shmuel, so the Gemara explains that Shmuel said, Any of these kinds of animals, they cannot become Kaddish, not even through Tmura. And or any of these animals themselves, if you're going to try to make from them another animal to be Kaddish by Tmura, by trying to exchange, which then makes the other animal Tmura, it also cannot. So from here we see one of the things that was mentioned here is Andragonus. That from Andragonis, the Kedusha can't be Chal, and you can't make a Tmura of it. So what do you see? That an Andragonis is not considered to be a regular Zohar. If yes, then you would be able to make it Kaddish, like any, like any Bahami, which is a Zohar. Going back to the Lashon of the Mishnah before, and Daf Peyalef. So it said there, That for an Andragonis, the Halacha of Mishkov Zohar applies, and you'll be Chayiv Skila like a regular Zohar. Tanya, so we learned in Abraise, Omar Rebbe, Rebbe said, Kishalachti Lilmer Taira, Eitzel Rabbalazab and Shamua. When I went to learn Taira by Rabbalazab and Shamua, 
Chavru alai Talmidov, so his Talmidim sort of ganged up on me, like these uh, chickens in Beis Bukya. Rashi says, what were these chickens of Beis Bukya? They were Bekiyim v'charifim. They were very, very smart. And they knew which are the chickens that belong in their, in their uh, chicken coop and which don't. And they, when anyone that was a stranger, they would kick out. So they treated Rebbe in the same way. And he did not allow me to learn from Rabbi Lazar, Ben Shamua, Ela Dovar Echad, Bemishna Seinu. Only one Allah that was taught over here in the Mishnah. And that is it, Rabbi Yeza This Allah that Rabbi Yeza said that Andreigenis, Chayavin Olav Skila Kizachar. That an Andreigenis, Ligabi, this Allah is considered to be a Zachar, and therefore will be Chayav Skila 100% like a Zachar. This is the Allah that Rabbi was Zaycha to learn from Rabbi Yeza Ben Shamua. Hadron Allah Ha'arol, this is conclusion of the Perik Ha'arol, the eighth Perik of Mesechta Yavamis. This is the end of the, of the eighth Pedic. Okay, we begin a new Pedic, Be'ez Hashem Yisbarach, and uh, over here in this Pedic it goes back to certain halachas that are negeya to the halachas of Yavam. Oh, you don't have the, the next Chelik, uh, okay. Okay, so continue the next page. Here the Mishnah is going to tell you four different categories of women regarding whether they are allowed to be with their husband or the Yavam. Let's see. Yes, there's a case where mutaris lebaleyan, that these wives are allowed to be married to their husbands, but but they can't be with their Yavam. Then there's another case, the second case, mutaris liyivmeyan, the exact reverse. They are allowed to get married to the Yavam, but vasuris lebaleyan. They're not allowed to be married to their husband. Then there's a third scenario, mutaris leelu leelu. The case where this woman is allowed to be married to her husband and she's allowed to get married to the Yavim as well. And then the fourth scenario is women that are usher to be married to their husband and also usher to their Yavim. And the, and the Gemara will now go uh, through all these four cases. And here the following other cases of the women that are, not, that are allowed to be married to their husband but they're not allowed to be married to uh, the, the Yavim. The brother of their husband, the Yavam. So the, the case is, there's a few cases here. One is, A Kain Hedyet that married an Almana. So for him, this is allowed, he's a Kain Hedyet. And for Yeshle Ach, Kain Godel. And he has a brother that's a Kain Godel. So for the Kain Godel, the Almana is not allowed. So this is also for the Yavam. Rashi points out right away over here, and the Gemara will speak about this. It wasn't necessary for the Mishnah to say that the case here is that the Kain Hedyet married an Almana. Even if the Kain Hediyat married a Basula, but after this Kain Hediyat dies, so now she's an Almana. So it will be also for the brother, the Kain Gadl. So the Gemara will explain why the Mishnah chose to speak about an Almana. Another case that's mutter for the husband and also for the Yavam, Cholol Shanosak Sheda. A Cholol that gets married to a woman that's kosher, a regular Bas Yisrael. So what happens in such a case? Once a halal marries a woman that's kosher, so Rashi here brings what we learned before in the Mesechte, now this woman becomes a halala, and v'yashloi och kosher. And now he has a brother that's a kosher akayin. He himself was a halal, so for him, he was allowed to marry this woman, and, and uh, so it's yeah, muttered to him. But now for the brother, once he married her, she became a halala, so for the brother, it'll be aser. Yisrael, a third case, Yisrael, Shanosa, Bas Yisrael. 
a yid that marries a Bas Yisrael, a regular marriage, so she's mutter to him. But v'yashle och mamzer. Now his brother, the Yavam, is a mamzer. So mamzer is not allowed to get married into Klal Yisrael, can't marry this woman. Or another case, mamzer, shemnasa mamzeres, a mamzer that marries a mamzeres, which is allowed. But v'yashle och Yisrael. But he has a brother that's not a mamzer, and for the brother, this mamzeres is not allowed. So all these are the cases, mutara is lebaleyen, where this woman is mutter to her husband, but vasur is liyivmeyen. They're also to the yivam, to, to the yavam. Now the next scenario is ve'elo, the following other cases, mutara is liyivmeyen, that these are women that are allowed for the brother, for the yavam, but vasur is lebaleyen. They're not allowed to be married to their husband. Kayin gadol shekidish salmana. And Kayin gadol that was mekadish salmana. So he's not, uh, he's not allowed to be with her, so she's usher uh, to him. Now Rashi points out that it says here in the Mishnah, Dafkadiri was Mekadish Dalmana, but he didn't yet fully marry her, there was no Bia yet, because if there was, so then this woman would become a Halala. We're trying to say cases over here where she's usher to the husband, but muta to the Yavam. But if there was a Bia already, she would be usher to the Yavam, even if the Yavam is only a Kayin head yet. So therefore it only says he was Mekadish Dalmana. And so for the brother, the kain hadyit, it'll be allowed. Another case, kosher shenasa chalala, a kosher a kain that's kosher that marries a chalala. So this is also for him. But v'yeshle ach chalal, he has a brother. The yavam is a chalal. So for the brother, she is allowed. Yisrael shenasa mamzeres, Yisrael that marries a mamzeres. So for this husband, she's also. But v'yeshle ach mamzer, the yavam, the brother is a mamzer. So for him, it is allowed. Mamzer shenasa bas Yisrael, a mamzer that marries bas Yisrael, so it's also also for him. V'yeshle ach Yisrael, but his brother is a Yisrael. So these are all cases. Mutara isle yivmeyan. These are women that are going to be mutter to the brother, the yavam, but vasuris lebaleyan. They're also to be married to their husband. Ve'elo asura isle elu ule elu. And the following of the cases where these women are going to be also for the husband and for the brother, the yavam as well. A Kaingadl that marries an Almana, and he also has a brother, Kaingadl. After this Kaingadl passes away, now they appointed the brother also to be a Kaingadl. So now the Salmana is also to the husband and to the Yavim as well. Or actually, the, the Mishnah right away says, even if the brother is only a Kain Hadiyat, it would also be also to the Kain Hadiyat because now that the Kain Gadol married an Almana, he passed her. She becomes a Halala. And a Kain Hadiyat is not allowed to marry a Halala. Kosher shenasa chalala, a kosher, a a kain that's kosher that marries a chalala. So now, once he marries a chalala, so uh, uh, so she's also to him, yeah, because she's a, he's a kosher a kain, and v'yashle ach kosher, and is his brother. The yavam was also a kosher a kain, so he's not allowed to marry this chalala as well. Yisrael shenasa mamzeres, a yid that marries a mamzeres is not allowed, and v'yashle ach Yisrael, and his brother is all v'yashle ach Yisrael. Yeah, he has a brother Yisrael that's also not allowed to marry this mamzeres. Mamzer shenasa bas Yisrael, a mamzer that marries a bas Yisrael, not allowed. V'yeshliach mamzer, his brother is also a mamzer that's not allowed to marry this bas Yisrael. So asurais le'elu uleelu. These are all the cases where this woman is going to be forbidden for both the husband and for the yavam. Now the Mishnah concludes regarding the last thing that it said that there are the women that are mutter for the husband and mutter for the yavam. All other noshim, the regular case of a marriage, of a husband and a wife. So this wife is mutter for the husband and for the yavam. So these are all cases, benigeya too, 
Isurim Deiraisa, whether Isur of, uh, you have all, different, all these different scenarios of Isurim over here that are all Minatayre, so it's possible that it should be also to the husband, also to the Yavam, also to both, also to only one. <coughs> now, similar you have regarding Shniya Ismidivri Seifrim, regarding those Arayis that are not Minatayre, but are also only Arayis that are Asur Midrabanan. So you have a case where this woman could be a Shniya Labal. She's only Asr with this Ervin Midrabanan for the husband. But Velay Shniya Liyavam. She's not a Shniya, she's not Asr Midrabanan to the Yavam. So Rashi says, for example, this woman is the, is a, the mother's mother of the Yavam. But she's not, she's not the mother's mother of the, uh, again, she's the mother's mother of the husband, that is. So she's Asr to the husband. But she's not the mother's mother of the Yavam. Let's say these two brothers are only paternal brothers. They share the same father, but they don't share the same mother. So she's the, the husband's mother's mother, but the brother, the Yavam, she's not, she's not his mother's mother. So in such a case, this Shniya will be Asa to the husband, but Mutter to the Yavam. Or you could have the same, so this is Asura Lebaal, Mutteris Liyavam. Or you could have the same exact thing in the reverse. Shniya Liyavam, Veloi Shniya Lebaal. It's the Yavam's mother's mother, but it's not the husband's mother's mother. So it's, it's Mutter to the husband, but it's uh, Asura Liyavam. So in such a case, it'll be Asura to the Yavam, Mutteris Lebaal, and it'll be Mutter to the husband. Or you have a case where Shniya Lezeh Olezeh. You have a case where this woman is the mother's mother of both the, the husband and of the brother, the Yavam. They're, they're, they, they share the same father and the same mother. So then, she's also to both of them. Now, I'm going to get to the case of a person that marries a woman which is only So the Mishnah here says different talachas to this woman. So first of all, this woman does not get a ksuba. And when it says that she has no ksuba, this means, first of all, the regular money of a ksuba, there's 200 zuz that you usually get for a ksuba. So this woman that's also to marry him in the Rabbana, and she doesn't get that ksuba. And this also refers to the nichsei tzayim barzel. Remember, we learned before in the Masech that you write into a woman when she gets married, she could write into the ksuba that there are certain properties or possessions that the husband takes responsibility that he's going to give back to her according to the value that it has today when he marries her. She doesn't get back, the husband does not take that responsibility. He doesn't have that, he doesn't have that responsibility to give it back to her. And Veloy Paytas. Also, any paytas that the husband ate from Nikhsei Muluk. If you remember, we learned about Nikhsei Muluk. These are any properties that were not written into the ksuba that belong to the woman. And during the time of marriage, a husband eats from those paytas. But then, if he divorces her, he's going to have to pay her back those paytas that he ate. So over here, Rashi says she can't collect any of the paytas from him. Chachamim gave a knas. Because she's not supposed to be married to him, she can't take any of those paytas. And Veloy Mizainis, he doesn't have to feed her. So Rashi explains that the Chiddush over here is, if the husband's here in town together with her, so he's supposed to divorce her right away. She's asked him that Rabbana to be married to him. Needless to say that in such a case that he doesn't have to feed her. But what this means is, even if the husband went overseas and she went and she borrowed money from someone to feed herself, the husband's not going to be responsible to reimburse her for that. Because, this, again, this is all a knas for her because she's not supposed to be married to him. And veloi balois. And also, if she brought in any clothing and now there's leftovers from those clothing that usually she takes with her when, uh, when she leaves, when he divorces her, over here in this case, Chachamim made a knas that she does not get that either. But the Mishnah says, Vavlat kosher. But from this marriage, marriage even though it's Asim Rabbanon, any child that's born is going to be totally kosher. But the child born is kosher and even kosher to marry a kain. 
we force the husband to divorce this wife, which is Erevim uh, Adar Another Allah the Mishnah says, Alman Alakain Gadl, Grushav Halutzilakain Hedyet. So these are all cases which are of course Asim and Atayra, Akain Gadl is not allowed to marry an Almana, Grushav Halutzilakain Hedyet, Mamzeres and Asina Li Yisrael, and Mamzeres and Asina is not allowed to marry Yisrael. So we learned in the previous Perik about an Asina. If you remember, the Asina are those Givainim that came and were Megayer in the times of Yeshua. We had a machlekes before, the Rishayinim argue whether on Asina, David Melech was Geyser, that he shouldn't be allowed to marry into Klai Yisrael. But Teistus, Rabbeinu Tam holds that it's also because of a love of latest Chatan, that any of the nations, of the seven nations, are not allowed to marry into Klal Yisrael. And Bas Yisrael in Nosson or Mamzer, a Bas Yisrael is not allowed to get married to a Nosson or a Mamzer. However, Yesh, Lahen, Ksube. Regarding all of these cases, they will get the Ksube, which the Gemara will explain why that is. We're going back now to the first case of the Mishnah. Why does it say in the first case of the Mishnah that the, the, the first case was a Kain Hedyit that married an Almana and he has a brother that's a Kain Gadol. So that was the case where she's mutter to her husband and she's also to the Yavan which is a Kain Gadol. So why did my Toni Nosa? Why does the Mishnah say that he married her? Lisni Kiddush. Why does it not say that he was Mekadisher? It's not necessary to say that he married her. So Teisus points out that really the basis of the Gemara's question is really, I mean, why should the Mishnah Dafka say Kiddush as opposed to Nasa? Because right afterwards the Mishnah does say a case of Kiddush and over there it has to say Dafka Kiddush. So the Gemara wants to understand why is it changing from afterwards where it says the term Kiddush. If you'll say there's a difference here. There's a difference between a kain a kain hadith that marries the Salmana or a kain hadith that was just Makadish the Salmana. What's the difference? The reason why it says Nasa because now the Havale Esse Veloisese. So now if he has a brother which is a Yavam, so for this brother which is the Yavam and he's a Kain Gadol, so now if the the one that died married this Almana, so now for the Kohen Gadol, which is the Yavam, it'll be both an Esse and a Loisesse to do Yibam for her. Why would it be an Esse and a Loisesse? The Loisesse is, he's not allowed to marry an Almana, and the Esse is that she's not a Basula anymore. Kiyim Basula, what's the Lashon of the Pasuk? Basula, Basula Ma'am of Yikach Isha, yeah, so there's an Isser of an Esse here. And therefore, I would say as follows, the mitzvah of Yibum, which is a mitzvah saseh, cannot come, v'dachi loisese, and it, and it can't push off over here, this loisese. Uh, one second, I skipped something. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry, I skipped something, I skipped the line over here. Again, the reason why it says the term nasa, the havale esse veloisese. So, in such a case, the iser for the yavam, which is the kohen gadol, to do yibum for this woman, it's both an esse and a loisese. So, in such a case, the esse, the mitzvah of yibum, will not push off the esse and the loisese. Ah, volkidish, but if the brother that was married to her was only Mekadisher, but he didn't, wasn't bail her yet. So she's not a Baula yet, she's still a Basula. She's an Almana, but she's a Basula. So then, maybe I would say, Asi Esse So the mitzvah of Yibum should be Deiche So that, that's why the mission doesn't say such a case. 
So the Gemara says, but this halacha is not true. V'hakul, pirke, and all of the Mishnais that we just learned here of Vispedic are a case of who it's a case of the mitzvah say of Yibum. And the only reason that for the Yavam he can't do the Yibum is because there's a Loisese. All the other cases that the Mishnah mentions here regarding a Chalala, regarding a Mamzeres, for all, all these cases, they're only a Loisese. And nevertheless, what's the halacha? The mitzvah of Yibum does not push off the loisese that there, that there is in this case. And Ashi brings, we learned this already a long time ago, in the beginning of the Masechta, you learn from the Pasuk Va'alsa Yivim Yashara that uh, at the Esse of Yibum is not Deicha any loisese, even though usually the Klal is that the Esse is Deicha loisese. So B'Kitzer, the Gemara's question remains. Over here, when it said the case is that he was nice, that he was bile, this almana, it's not necessary to say that. Because even if there was only a lav, there wouldn't be any mitzvah of yibum. So why does it say that he was Why doesn't it just say that he was makadisher? And it says the Gemara, Mishum de Gabay, Le Misni Seifer, because in the Seifer, afterwards in the Mishnah, it says, Koen Gadol, Shenosa, Salmana. Over there, it says the case of a Koen Gadol that married an Almana. So over there it says, Dafkenosa. There it has to say that he married her. Why? The Shavya Chalala. Because there it's trying to point out that the case is that he made her into a Chalala and therefore she's also not only to the husband, she's also also to the brother, Akayin, because she became a Chalala. So there it has to say, Nosa. Al-Vakidish, if the Kayin Gadol was only Mikadish that Almana, Shayale, she would be Mutter to the brother because she did not become a Chalala yet. See, because there it said the case of Nasa, so Nasa. So in the Reisha it also used the same term of Nasa. That's the reason. But this is not a good answer. You're telling me that in the Reisha the Mishnah uses the term Nasa because it has to use that term in the Sefer. But listening, Mishum Mitziyase. Why wouldn't it use the term Kiddush in the Reisha of the Mishnah because of the term Kiddush that it uses in the middle case? What was the middle case of the Mishnah? Koyen Gadol Shekiddush Esalmana, a Koyen Gadol that was only Mekadish Dalmana, and Veyeshloi Ach Koyen Hedyit, and he has a brother a Koyen Hedyit. So over there, it has to use the case, the term of Kiddush. Why only the case of Kiddush? Because if he already married her, he made her a Chalala. And she would be also to the brother a kind headed as well. Over there it has to say Kiddush. So if it has to say Kiddush there, why in the Reisha does it not say Kiddush like it does in the middle case? Answers the Gemara, Elo Mishum Baz Buksa. The reason why in the Reisha the Mishnah uses the term Nasa is because of Bas Buksa. What does Bas Buksa mean? Look over here in, in, the, in these cases, right over here in this case itself that the Mishnah is speaking about. Not in the later cases of the Mishnah. Right here when it's talking about the category of those that are mutaris lebaleyen and asuras to the Yivam. And over here there's another case where it has to use the term nasa. The term bas buksa means like something that's in a narrow... <coughs> when you have like in, the, in, a, in a narrow place. Like right in the same place over here it uses the term nasa. The kabayel misni. It says right over here, chalal shenasa kshayda. A chalal that married a kshayda. Time of the nasa. Over here it has to say the term Nasa. Why? Because the Shavya Chalala, only when this Chalal marries the Kshayra, so because he was Boiler, then she becomes a Chalala. Avo Kiddish, if he was only Makadisher, but he wasn't Boiler yet, Shariyale. So then she would be Mutter to the Yavim. So therefore, just like in that case it has to say Nasa, so therefore in the Reisha as well, it says the term Nasa. 
Now the Gemara has another Shaila, like I mentioned, Rashi said in the Mishnah, my area, the Ketani Almana. Why does it say over here in this case that the, the Kain had yet married an Almana and it'll be mutter to him, but also to the brother, the Kain Gadol? Listen, Besula could say the same thing that this Kain had yet married a Besula. And now what happens when he dies? She becomes an almana. It doesn't have to say that he married her already an almana. If you'll argue to say as follows. The Tana of this Mishnah holds. And this goes back to a concept that we learned earlier in the Mesechte. The time of the Zika of Yibum. When does the Zika, the connection of this potential of Yibum begin? So if you remember earlier in the Mesechta, we had a Machloikis, to the whole Zika of Yibum, whether that connection of Yibum begins when the husband dies, and now the connection to the brother begins, or the Zika of Yibum already begins by the, by the marriage, by the, when you get married, so now there's a Zika of Yibum to the brother. So do I say, maybe I say that the Tana of this Mishnah holds, Nisun or Rishonim Apilim, that you have to go back to the time when the brother, the first brother, got married. That's when it creates a zike to the brother. And therefore, what am I going to say over here, if this Kain Hedyet marries a Basula, since it's at that time when he marries her, when the zike to the brother began, at this time she's still a Basula. Before he was Baylor, she's still a Basula, so therefore there's going to be a zika to the brother, which is the Kain Gadol. <laughs> I later, she, she, he died and she became an Almana, that changed later. But we go back to the time of when he married her, and then she was still a Basula. That's the Swara the Gemara says. Tesis actually points out that this is a very difficult Swara to understand because the Gemara never used this kind of Swara before, Lekula, to say, to be lenient, that even if later she becomes an Almana, that the brother of the Kohen Gadol should be able to marry her. The Gemara only brought this concept that the Zika goes back to the Nisun or Rishonim, Lechomre, but not Lekula. So Tesis over here says that the Gemara is going to ask another question on this Svara, but really this whole concept to say that the Zika goes back to the time when she was a Basula by the first marriage is not really acceptable at all. Kupana, but the Gemara asks another question. You can't say that. Why not? Because there's another case that the Mishnah says. Which is a Cholol that marries a woman that's kosher. So at the, at the time, right in the beginning, when he was Mekadisher, before he was Boiler. So if you're going to say that it's at that moment when the Zika begins to the brother. At that moment, the Zika to the brother was, was a good Zika. She was not yet a Chalala. And, and over there, we don't apply this concept and say that because he wasn't Bailer yet and she's not a Halala yet, that she's, she's going to be mutter to the brother. So we see that we don't say that you go back to the Nisun Arishainim. So therefore, the question remains, why does the Mishnah over here say that this Kain Hedyet married an Almana? Why can't it say that he married a Basula? So the Gemara answers, <coughs> Mishum Over here, definitely the only reason it says Almana is because in the Seifa it says Almana. Mishum the Kabayla Misni Seifa Kain Gadol Shenosos Almana. In the Seifa, the case is that the Kain Gadol marries an Almana. Vyeshli Ach Kain Gadol Oy Kain Hedyit, and he has a brother a Kain Gadol or a Kain Hedyit. Dafka Almana. Over there, the case is Dafka and Almana. That's that's what makes this woman into a Halala that she now can't marry the brother. If the Kain Gadol marries a Basula, so then that's a perfect marriage. So she's mutter to the Kain Gadol, and she'd be mutter to the brother as well. Because in the case of the Seif, it says Almana. So in the case of the Reisha, it also says an Almana. Okay, so this is the conclusion of the explanation of the first case of the Mishnah. Now, the Gemara is going to point out that the Mishnah over here said all kinds of cases 
but it's missing. It's missing some other cases where you also could say the same thing. Again, the Mishnah went through cases where this woman is mutter to the husband, asa to the yavam, or the reverse, mutter to the yavam, asa to the husband, or asa to both, or mutter to both. The Gemara will point out that there are other cases that the Mishnah skipped. Ask if Lord of Papa, Lord of Papa asked, and here the Gemara will bring the case of the Isser of a, the love of marrying a Mitzri. A Mitzri, as you remember, we learned in the previous Patek, you're not allowed to marry up until the third generation. Now, Im of Dimi If we're going to pass in, if it's true what Rav Dimi said in the name of Rav Yechenen, that a Mitzri Shanasa, Mitzri Shania, that is, a Mitzri Shania, second generation Mitzri, the father is a second generation Mitzri, Shanasa Mitzri Shaina. And he married a woman, the wife is a third, a, 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 again, a first generation Mitzris. So what's the Allah of the son? You go after the father or after the mother? So he's, Rabdimi said in the name of Rabbi Yechenen, Bna Sheni, the, the son goes after the mother. Have it, the Bna Sheni have it. So now if so, listen, why shouldn't the Mishnah say the following thing? Now when it comes to the halacha of Yibum, the halacha of Yibum always applies to the brother of the father. So if so, you could have over here a case as follows. Listen, Nami, the Mishnah should say the case of a Mitzri Sheni Shenasa Shtei Mitzriyas. A Mitzri Sheni marries two wives and both of them are Mitzriyas. But the difference is, Achas Rishayna, one of whose wives, are first generation Mitzri, and Vaachas Shnia, and the second wife of a Mitzris that he married, is a second generation Mitzris. And he had two sons, one from the wife that was a Rishayna and one from the wife which was a Mitzvah Shnia. So these are two brothers, that they, they share the same father. So the Mitzvah of Yibam applies to them, even though they don't share the same mother. But now what did Rabbi Yechanan say? That when it comes to the Halacha of a Mitzvah, the Yichus of the Mitzvah, you go after the mother. So what does that mean? One son is a third generation Mitzvah. So if he's a third generation Mitzvah, he's like a regular Yisrael, Rashi says. He can marry into Klal Yisrael and Yisrael can marry him. The other one is a Mitzvah Shani. So he, he can't marry into Klal Yisrael. So now, so the same, like all the details that the Mishnah said will apply to this case as well. If each one got married as they should be, meaning that the one that's a Mitzri Shlishi got married to a regular Bas Yisrael, and the one that's a Mitzri Shani got married to a Mitzri Shani. So then, Mutaris Lebalayan. So these wives that they got married the way they should, so they, they, they're mutted to their husband, and Vasuris Liyivmeyan. But then to the brother would be Yasser. The one that got married, that was allowed to get married to Abbas Yisrael, but his brother is only a Mitzri Shani, can't get married to the brother. And the Mitzri Shani that got married to Mitzri Shnia can't get married to the Mitzri Shlishi, which is like a regular Yisrael. And V'i Eipuch, if they got married to the one that they were not supposed to get married to, V'nosov, V'nosov, and they got, again, V'nosov, V'nosov, they got married to what they were not supposed to, so then, Mutares Liyivmeyan, so then, these wives would be mutted to the brother, but Vasuris Libaleim, they would be also to the, to the husband. And then you could also say a case of Mutares Le'elu Le'elu, who, who's a woman that would be mutted to both, to the husband and to the Yavam, to the brother, in other words, whether the Mitzri Shlishi, or the Mitzri Shani, Giyaris. A Giyaris is allowed to marry a Mitzri. We learned before that only Kahal, Leisavi Bekal, you can't get married. But a Giyaris, you are allowed to get married. So whether it's a Mitzri Shani or a Mitzri Shlishi, if it's a Giyaris, it would be mutter to both of them. And Asurais, Le'elu, Le'elu, but then, then you have a case that would be Asur to both. That's an Islandess. If the brother, one of the brothers married an Islandess, 
So the, this island is a Yisrael. She, she's a, so if the Mitzri Shani got married to this islandess, she's a Yisrael, Yisraelis that is, she's not allowed to get married to this Mitzri Shani, and then she also will not be allowed to get married to the brother of the Yavam, because there's no Yivam for an islandess. So that would be a case of Asuris Leilu Leilu. So what's the Gemara pointing out over here? Just like the Mishnah showed you all these different possibilities regarding the cases the Mishnah said, regarding the Isr of the Mitzri, the Mishnah should have mentioned this as well, that you have all these possibilities here as well. Why did the Mishnah not mention this? Answers the Gemara, Tana V'shayer. The Tana over here that lists all these possibilities, it leaves over this case. Frak the Gemara, my Shire, the high Shire. What else did the Tana leave out along with this? The rule always is the Tana, if it gives you a list, it's not going to leave out one case. As to if it leaves out at least two cases, then we could say the Tana left it out. What else did the Tana leave out? And for the Gemara, Shire, Petsuah Daka. The Mishnah could have said the same exact thing regarding the love of a Petsuah Daka, which is an individual that can't have any children. So the Mishnah could have said the exact same thing. And Ashi points out all the details, whether if the husband was a Petsuah Daka, but his, but his brother, the Yavan, was not a Petsuah Daka, or in the reverse, if the Yavan was a Petsuah Daka and the husband is not a Petsuah Daka, or if both are a Petsuah Daka, or if it's a Giyadis, and the Giyadis is allowed to marry a Petsuah Daka, so it's mutter to both. So you, you, the same exact thing that it says in the Mishnah, it could say regarding Petsuah Daka. So that's the other case that the Mishnah left out. Says the Gemara, no, that's not considered to be left out. Why not? That's not something that's left out. Why not? The Mishnah already said a case of a Chiyav Lav. So why would the Mishnah have to say Petzuah Daka, which is just another example of a Chiyav Lav? Mitzri is not a Chiyav Lav. The case of Mitzri is only an Isser of an Eser. That's a new case that the Mishnah should have mentioned. But Chiyav Lav, why should the Mishnah have to say it? Frek the Gemara, wait a minute. Doesn't the Mishnah list a few cases of Chiyav Lav, even though it already says one Chiyav Lav, but the Mishnah lists a few cases of Chiyav Lav. So let it also say this case of Chiyav Lav of Petzuah Daka. The Mishnah says, That's one case of a Chiyav Lav. And then it says, And she becomes a Chalala. That's another case of a Chiyav Lav. So the Mishnah says two cases of Chiyav Lav over here. And says the Gemara, no, over there, there's a reason why it says the case of Cholol Shenosak Sheira. Why? Reason that's being said in the Mishnah is to teach me the halacha that Rav Yudah said in the name of Rav. Rav Yudah said in the name of Rav, Lehuzaruk Sheirois, Lehinosei Lipsulin. That Koyanois, that are Sheirois, so they are allowed to marry a Cholol, a Koyan that's possible. A, a, um, a kayim, which is a kosher, not allowed to marry a halala. But the other way around, a kayhenes, which is a kshayda, is allowed to marry a kayim, which is a halal, that's possible. That's what the mission is teaching when it says halal shenosa kshayda. So the Gemara is now teaching when it says kshayda, doesn't only mean a bas yisrael, which is kshayda to get married to the klal yisrael, but it means a kayhenes. It's coming to teach you this chiddish that Rav Yudah said in the name of Rav, that a kayhenes, which is a kshayda, is allowed to marry a kayim, which is a halal, which is possible. So therefore, there's a chiddish in this case. So it's not stam repeating two lavim. But the Gemara continues, No, we see the Mishnah does repeat to uh, another case of a lav. For Hakatani, the Mishnah says, Cholol shenosa kshayda. That's one case of a lav. But then it also says, V'yisrael shenosa bas Yisrael. And V'yeshle och mamzer. In the case of a mamzer, which is another lav. So why, why does it have to repeat another lav here? Answers the Gemara, Hanami loy mehad the Mishnah. This is also not considered to be repeating the same thing. 
Why not? Because the Mishnah is saying two different types of lavin. There's a lav she'ein shava bakayl. First, it tells you the lav that's only by kayanim. That's not a lav that applies to all the klal Yisrael. And then the kamashmol lav shava bakayl. Then it tells you the case of a lav of a mamza that applies to all of klal Yisrael. And over there, it's telling you a chiddush that even a lav that applies to all the klal Yisrael, but still there's a din of yibum over there. So it's a separate, it's another chiddush. But the Gemara goes further. What, what does it say afterwards in the Mishnah? Hakatani, but the Mishnah continues and says, Yisrael Shanasa Mamzeres Vyeshlach Yisrael. So that's another case of a lav. And then it also says, Mamzeres Shanasa Mamzeres Vyeshlach Yisrael. Yet another case of a lav. So we see that the Mishnah does repeat various cases of lavin, even though they're the exact same thing. There's no chiddish. If so, the question remains, why did the Mishnah not say Petzuadaka? Which is another example of Elav. So this shows you that the Mishnah did not give you the full list, and therefore, the same thing is also going to get to the case of Mitzri, that it didn't give the full list. Gufe, now going back to this Allah itself, that Rav Yudah said in the name of Rav. Rav The whole Allah of a Koyin that is not allowed to marry women that are apostle to him is only Pinigayat to a, a Kayan, but not Pinigayat to a Nekeva. Kayanes, she's allowed to marry anybody that's apostle to Kayanim. So going back to the point that we said before, we can prove this from our Mishnah. What did our Mishnah say? That a Cholol is allowed to marry a Kshayda. What kind of a Kshayda are we speaking about? My love Kayanes. Don't you think we're speaking about a Kayanes? So it's saying that this Kayanes is allowed to marry someone that's possible, a kind that's possible. Oh my, Kshayda, what do you think? What does Kshayda here in the Mishnah mean? Kshayda, look on that even this Kayhenes. Uh, so these, she's, she's to get married to a kosher kayin, and that, that, that's what it means. And, and the, the Mishnah is saying that she can get married to a kayin, which is possible. And says the Gemara, it's Bachlal not talking about a Yisraelis, it's not talking about a Kehenes, it's talking about a Yisraelis. What does it mean when it said in the Mishnah the term Kshayda? Kshayda lakal. All it meant to say is, it's calling her a Kshayda, that she's a Kasher of Bas Yisrael, they could get married into Klal Yisrael. That's what the term Kshayda here means. If that's what the term Kshayda here means, if so, afterwards when it said, Yesh loy ach Kasher, that this Chalal has a brother which is Kasher, so what does the term kosher over here mean? So before, when we learned the Mishnah, we taich, what this means is, he's a halal, but his brother is a kayin, which is kosher. But now, if you're saying when it said before, kshayda, kshayda means kshayda l'kohol, so over here when it says, yesh ach kosher nami, kosher l'kohol, does that mean also that it's not talking about a kayin, which is kosher? It means a kosher to get married into Klal Yisrael. Meklal, so does that mean the who pasal l'kohol? That the husband himself is possible to get married lekahal. That can't be because the whole point that the mission over here said was that that it's talking about a kain that he's a halal, but he's a, he's allowed to get married to this bas yisrael. It can't be talking about a kain that's possible lekahal. Again, the case of the mission that I was speaking about over here was those that are mutares lebalein. And a Cholol Shana is one of the cases that are Mutaris lebalein. But if the Taich of of the uh, of the case of Cholol uh, Again, again, if the if the taich of uh, kosher means that the husband was pasul so how could you say that it's muttered to the husband? 
Elolav Kayin. So when it says kosher, it means kosher as a kayin. So just like when it says regarding him the term kosher, it means him as a kayin. So so too when it says kshayra, it means that she's a kayhanes. So therefore this proves what Rav Yudah said, that a kayhanes is a lot to marry a chalol. So the Gemara doesn't accept this. Midi area, you, could you compare these two expressions? Hakadisa and Vahakadisa. Each the term kshayra that it says is speaking about a Yisraelis. And that she's kasha lekahal, and the term kasha that it says regarding the kayan is speaking about a kayan. That's that's kasha to kayan, but not 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 kasha to klal yisrael. Masiv Ravin Bar Nachman, Ravin Bar Nachman asked the question. It says in the pasuk, "Lo yikachu, lo yikachu." If you see over here on the side, the pasuk Rashi brings here. It says twice the term "lo yikachu." Isha zayna v'chalala lo yikachu regarding a kayan that he's not allowed to marry a zayna and chalala. Then it says again, "V'isha grusha meisha lo yikachu." Why does the Torah write twice "lo yikachu"? Malamed shayisha muzheres al yidei haish. This teaches us that a woman, that the Isha, she's warned also through the Ish. What does through the Ish mean? So right now the Gemara understands what this means is, just like a Kayin is not allowed to marry to any of those Psulim, that it says, like a Zayna, a Halala, a Grusha, the same thing is regarding a Isha, a Kayhanis, that a Kayhanis is also not allowed to marry any of those Psulim. So therefore this is a question on what Rav said, that a Kayhanis is allowed to marry Psulim. Rav answers, no, that's not what it means. What it means is, any time when he's getting married to a Zayna, Chalala, Garusha, and therefore it's an Isser for him, so he Muzheres. So she's being over on Isser as well. That's what it's talking about. It's not talking about a Kehenes to go and get married to any of these women. What it's saying is, when he's being over the Isser, so it's an Isser for her as well. Sorry, this is the conclusion of this, this halacha again. If he's being over in Isser, he muzheres. She's being over in Isser as well. But in a case where he's not being over in Isser, for example, he's a halal and she's a kahanis, and a kahanis is allowed to marry a halal. So so it's not an Isser for him either. Do you learn that out from this double lotion of Lo Yikachu? That when he's being over an Isser, it's an Isser for her as well. We learned this out from another thing that Rav Yudah Marav already said. And this is Bechlal, you find when you get to all these Surim in the Torah that a, a, a man and a woman are the same. A man or a woman that do any Aveda, when it comes to any Yisurim, any Lavim in the Torah, a man and a woman are the same. The only thing that a man and a woman are not the same is Otherwise, the Isser of a man and a woman are the same. So I learned that out already from there. So the same thing applies over here. If a Kayin is marrying a woman which is a Zayna, a Chalalas, if it's an Isser for him, it's an Isser for her as well. So why do I need a special Riboy of Lo Yikach or Lo Yikach to teach this to me? Answers the Gemara, Imahi, if I would learn out from this that I find always that a man and a woman are the same, have a minute, I would say that's lav ashava bakoil. Regarding a regular lav that applies to all the klal Yisrael, there I say that a man and a woman are the same. Maybe of here regarding this unique lav that's only for a kayin, maybe I should say loy. Maybe this, is, this does not apply to, to a woman as well. So I need a special riboy of loy yikachu, loy yikachu to say that here as well it applies to a woman. Let's finish the Indian. So the Gemara continues, when it comes to the halacha of a kayin that's not allowed to be metame to, to uh, someone. 
The lav shein shove by kail. So this is a lav that's only by kainim. It's not equal. It's not. It doesn't apply to all the klal yisrael. And over there, I see that it applies to a woman as well because the time the cost of rachmana bnei The only reason that I say that a woman is excluded from this is because the Torah says the lashon of bnei bnei that this this iser only applies to bnei yaren for loy bnei yisaren. So it doesn't apply to a woman. Halav hachi. If I would not have this pasuk of loy bnei yisaren, have a minute. So then I would say nashim that the Isra applies equally to a woman. My time, why would I say that it applies equally to a woman? Lav Mishom that Rav Yudah Marav. Isn't it because this drasha that Rav Yudah learned from Rav? That a man and a woman are the same for everything. Even over here, for this lav, that's not Shavah Bakayil, even for this lav, that's only by a Kayin, I learn from here that a man and a woman are equal. So the question still remains, why do I need the special drasha of twice, lo yikachu, to teach me that a man and a woman are the same? And says the Gemara, loy, the Gamrinon, lo yikachu. The only reason why I say over here, benegeh, to the lav of Tumah, that they are the same, is taki because I have this double lashon of lo yikachu. That is the source to say that they are the same. Ikidamri, there's another version, others say that actually it's the other way around. That kiche itzrichele, you know why the Torah has to say a double lashon to teach me that the iser that there is for the kayan to marry those women that are also to her apply to the woman as well. Itzrichele, I need that because salkedaita chamine ligma mitome. Maybe I would think, learn out from what it says here by Tome. By Tome, the Torah said, B'nai Ara in Veloi B'nai Saren. So, regarding the halacha of a Kayan by Tome, it made a distinction between a man and a woman. So, maybe I should make that distinction when you get to those people that a Kayan is not allowed to marry, that it doesn't apply to a woman. Kamash Malam, that's why I need the extra lashon of Lo Yikachu to say that it does not apply to a woman.